Welcome back, fam. This is the EJT Show. I am Erica Jordan Thomas, also known as EJT. And during today's episode, we are talking all about core values. We're going to define core values, touch on why it's important as a school leader to define your core values. We're going to go over a few misconceptions about core values and then walk through a process that will help you define your personal core values. So let's get into it. And let's first start with defining the phrase core values itself. So I went to Google. I love me some Google to get the answers that you don't need to ask anybody else. Hashtag Google that. So I did my little simple Google search, typed in core values definition. And the first entry that popped up stated the following. Core values are the fundamental belief of a person or organization. These guiding principles dictate behavior and can help people understand the difference between right and wrong. So I love this definition. And I want to zoom in on the second part of this definition that stated these guiding principles dictate behavior and can help people understand the difference between right and wrong. This part of the definition is the perfect segue into why it's important that you as a school leader define your core values. There are four reasons why I believe it's important for every leader to be clear on their core values. And the first, JT thought number one, is that your core values are your anchor. So our definition says that core values are the fundamental beliefs of a person. As a leader, you have to stand for something and be clear on what that something is. So it reminds me of that Malcolm X quote, if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Your core values are like your moral compass. When you're clear on your core values, you are clear when your values are out of alignment. Your values are kind of like what makes you hot on the inside when you're witnessing something that you know just is not right. That's your core values talking to you. And when I think back to every job that I've had post-undergrad, each role provided me work that I love, but I knew it was time to transition when the lived values of the organization no longer aligned to my personal core values. Core values also on the opposite end of the coin, they give you pride and they give you a sense of accomplishment. So when things that are happening that are aligned to your core values, your core values will start to talk to you and give you just this sense of just accomplishment, this sense of achievement, this sense of happiness. Your core values are consistently talking to you. Your core values are guiding you. JT thought number two regarding why I believe it's important for every leader to be clear on your core values is because you set the culture. The culture you develop will be directly aligned to your core values. So our core values definition states that core values dictate behavior. You are living and breathing your core values, whether you know them or not. When you are aware of your core values, you can be more intentional in creating a culture that reflects those core values. 
So let me give you a quick example. One of my core values is joy. If you did not already know, that may not come as a surprise to you. But I believe we spend too much of our day at work for work not to be a joyful place. So it was really important for me as a principal that the culture of my school was a joyful one. And I made the decision, my first year as a principal, to be very intentional to start the school day for my staff and my students with joy. And for me, music gives me an intense level of joy. And if it's Beyonce, you already know that I am joyful, swinging my hair and dancing two-stepping up and down every hallway. So I made an Excel spreadsheet of joyful songs that, of course, had clean lyrics. And I assigned one for each week. I gave it to my secretaries, and as soon as morning arrival began, my awesome and amazing secretaries would give the morning announcements, and then they would play the song for the week over the intercom. They would do that every day. And to see our kids dancing while they were entering the building, our staff two-stepping at the door saying, oh, that's my jam, that's my song, it not only gave me joy, but it created a complete shift in how we started our day. We started our day with joy. All right, JT thought number three on why it's important to define your core values as a leader is you celebrate what you value. So I've learned that core values create a bias. Now it can be a healthy bias, but it is a bias nonetheless. You are more likely to notice and recognize what you value. So let me give you another example. One of my core values, in addition to joy, is also excellence. And one day I was having a meeting with a group of teacher leaders who were known as the Faculty Advisory Council in my building. And the role of this council was to be the liaison between teachers and administration. So they would um, often give feedback on just things that teachers were feeling, thinking, and it was a really effective way for me to kind of have eyes and ears to, to how teachers were feeling in the building. So one day, they gave me some extremely valuable feedback that I had a bias towards celebrating teachers who grew student achievement or put on an over-top event for the school. And I didn't consider this a bad thing, but they brought this to my attention that I was missing the opportunity to celebrate staff for values that weren't always apparent in data or large events. So values like teamwork, integrity, respect. And I respected this feedback. The feedback, it made sense. And I actually knew that my staff actually probably have more valuable insights into these values, given that they work with each other than I did as the principal of a large school. So I created a system for staff to be able to intentionally celebrate and recognize each other during our monthly staff meetings, which I called family meetings. And so this system was just mugs and kisses, where I worked with my financial secretary to put together some mugs filled with Hershey's Kisses. And at every staff meeting, a staff member from every grade level would celebrate a colleague with a shout out and give them the mug. So because I knew this blind spot of how my bias of, of excellence or core value was playing out and what I was celebrating and what I was not celebrating, I was able to create a system to be able to address those gaps. So once you know your core values, you can recognize your bias and create a system 
to address any gaps. All right. And then my fourth thought, JT thought number four, on why I believe it's important for every leader to be clear on their core values is conflict is never personal. And it took me a while to fully embrace this, but I realized that conflict is a difference of mission, vision, or values. It is never personal. So when you know your core values, this will actually help you see when you come into conflict with others, actually the conflict within your values between one another. So to illustrate this, my core value of excellence was often grounded in high expectations for our work on behalf of kids. And sometimes the way that this would show up for me was I would have this extreme like sense of urgency and the spirit of not wasting time because we just didn't have all the time in the world and there was just no time to waste. Our kids didn't have enough time for us to waste. So this would sometimes just create a rub with my staff members who valued relationships. They would want to take time to ensure all voices are heard. They'd want to get feedback. If someone wasn't on board or got upset that they're about some priority, that they wanted to create the space and time for this person to share their thoughts and feelings. And I often found myself in this rub of my core value of excellence and urgency, you know, rubbing up against this, my staff's core value of relationships. And I'm not saying relationships aren't important. Absolutely not. That is definitely not what I'm communicating. It's just that we were holding them differently, right? So this conflict was not personal at all. It was just rooted in the difference of our core values. So I learned ways to be able to acknowledge this core value of relationships with my staff and learn that actually when I was able to do that, we were able to get the work done quicker. So those are the reasons why I believe it's important for every leader to be clear on their core values. And before we walk through a way to determine your personal core values, I want to touch on three misconceptions about core values. So misconception number one, core values don't change. So this is absolutely a misconception because core values, they change as we evolve as leaders. So the core values I had at 21 when I graduated college are not the same core values I have now after having been in a profession for 10 years, after having led a school, after, you know, just many life events. I don't have the same core values that I did when I was in college. And that is okay. So it's important to acknowledge this misconception so that way you know when you draft your core values, you can be open to that list just shifting um, with time and with reflection. Misconception number two is if it isn't your core value, then it's not important to you. Our core values define what's driving us at our core. So that doesn't mean other values aren't important to us. It just means that those values aren't the consistent lever we're pulling to make daily decisions. So for example, I value faith, but when I'm making daily decisions as a school leader, faith really isn't one of those primary drivers that I'm using every single day to make decisions. So your core values define what's at your core, but if something isn't on that list, it doesn't mean it's not important. All right. And then misconception number three is defining your core values is easy. This is definitely a misconception because our core values, they're unconsciously driving us. 
So when I'm asking you to define your core values for the first time, it's kind of like asking an effective and experienced teacher how they manage their classroom. It's like when you've been doing something for so long, it becomes unconscious and ingrained in your psyche, and it becomes harder to explain to other people because you just do it. It's just kind of a thing. It's a habit. And core values are the same way. They are deeply ingrained in your psyche. You operate from them. You are unconsciously living your core values every single day. And it takes some some really intentional work to make what's unconscious conscious, but it's completely possible through a lot of reflection. So now that we've defined core values, we talked about why it's important for your core values as a leader to be known by yourself and others, and we've gone over a few misconceptions about core values, now let's actually talk about how you define them. So here are a few of my JT tips for how to define your core values. So first step is to Google core values lists. So y'all know I love Google. Google what Google can tell you. Don't ask the question, ask Google. There are a ton of core value lists out there. Just simply go to Google, type in core value list and just pick one. Once you get a list, I want you to narrow that list down to 10 values that you believe define your leadership. And this, again, doesn't mean that other things that you don't pick aren't important to you. You're thinking about what truly drives you at your core. And once you've narrowed down this list to 10, now I want you to do a little bit deeper reflection. And because core values reflect our fundamental beliefs and they're usually the kind of the source of of either what makes us happy or what gives us frustration, I want you to think about a time either in your work life or your personal life when you got extremely frustrated. And I want you to think about what core value you felt was in breach. So for example, when I am told to act a certain way or to talk a certain way, or I'm giving feedback on my mannerisms or how I dress, the way that I wear my hair, I get hot on the inside. Like I get so frustrated. My temperature starts to rise. Sometimes I start seeing red. And it is because one of my core values is authenticity. Like I just believe I should be who I am at work as well as outside of work. And I am my best when I am myself at work. So it truly is frustrating for me when people give me feedback that basically is telling me to conform to some type of like arbitrary social standard that I completely disagree with. And that's a whole nother podcast. But anyway... That for me was a great reflection activity to that landed me to my core value of authenticity. You, your core values, when they are in breach, that's when you feel frustration or anger, and that's when you know your core values are driving you. So once you have brainstormed core values from examples of when you get angry or frustrated, double check that list and compare it against your 10 values, begin to make some adjustments. And then I want you to think about similar types of reflections, but on the opposite end of times in your personal or professional life when you felt proud. And then identify what values were at play underneath this. Remember, your core values are your moral compass, so they give you pride. 
But you can use these opportunities also to be able to reflect to see what core value is underneath that, that is giving you this sense of achievement. So once you've thought through these examples, go to your list. And I want you to narrow down these core values from 10 to actually about three to five core values. And this might take you a while. It might take you a few days or maybe a couple of weeks, but I want you to get your list down to three to five core values. Once you have these three to five core values, I want you to write them down in a sacred place, a place that you can revisit every single day. So this might be your journal. This could be a notepad on your desk. This could be a a note in your iPhone or your Android, whatever, but a place that you can have access to every day. And every day for at least two weeks, I want you to take a moment at the end of the day and reflect on the actions that you took that day to see if they reflected those core values that that you selected. And this kind of serves as a way to check if you selected the core values that best reflect you. And if there's a core value on that list that no longer feels right, then take it off the list or switch it out for one that feels more aligned. Remember that, again, just because it's off the list doesn't mean you value it or it's not important to you. It just means that it's not driving your core or your day-to-day daily leadership. One other way to kind of double check your core values is picking two to three people who just know you really, really well. This could be a sibling, a partner, a parent, or a best friend. And just share your list with them and ask for feedback. They can tell you whether you are spot on with your core values or if there's a core value you are missing. So that is all for today, folks. Hopefully you have some new insight about your core values. You feel a little bit clear on how to define your core values, clear on what they are, and feel empowered to be able to confirm what your personal core values are. So if you don't already follow me on social media, let's get connected so that way you know when new content drops from my podcast, as well as you can let me know your thoughts on this episode. So you can hit me up on Twitter and IG at E underscore Jordan Thomas, my last name, and on Facebook at EJT Consulting, LLC. Until next time, good people. Good people.